Music, music has guided me through stuff that had nothing to do with music, through relationships and through uh, certain things, choices that I make business-wise. It's uh, music and frequencies always guide me. Sound the alarm! You know what's going on. You know what it is. It's the best of the hip-hop is. Mr. Cardinal over Charlotte right about now. You tune in to my man Danny Never. Okay? You know this is Hollywood. I'm in the world. They make money himself, you know Hey y'all, this is Alicia Keys and you're listening to Danny on the Edge. Yo, what's poppin'? This is Be Real, the Buddha Master right here on the streets of LA. Right here on La Cienega, where all kinds of shit pops. He's the house guy. Danny Neville, Danny Neville. What's going on? This is Danny Neville. Tune in to the Decant Show. The Reanist, The Reanist, The Reanist. Three times. Always holding it down. OT, Rima. Toothless, we miss you, buddy. And the one and only gibberish. Keep it locked. This is an exclusive Dukan show. <laughs> only Dukan show. Only. Urban life. Neighborhood banter. Pull up a seat and pass the time. The Dukan show. Hosted by O.T., Toothless, Urshad, and Reem. Welcome to the tribe. You, so way back when, I, you're, you're part of like the DJing kind of culture, like, you, you know, of, of Dubai. This is the thing, is like once you yeah. arrive here, the first thing I ask the when I arrive, it, like your name, your name comes, came up straight away, but way back in 2007, you know. That's how long I've been here now. Because I'm an old lady. Jeez. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> but so, what's it been like? Like, what's the journey like? Um, obviously, ob- you know, you it's can been put people on blast. You know, we don't care. No, no, I don't. I don't, <laughs> I don't do that anymore. Oh, what? I, what happened? What happened? <laughs> what happened? Oh. I believe in positivity now. I like it. You've been going to yoga? No. <laughs> I you tried. Been drinking that coffee. No. Farting all over the place. It's not working for me. <laughs> not for you. Yeah. <laughs> So no, actually, that's the point. I'm, that's the point. Why, why? Why? Where did you change? Like, what happened? Not that I changed. I think I realized. Uh, I think I realized the the part of me not putting people on blast, but I think I went through a phase in my life where I was very not angry. I was trying to stand up for the scene. Yeah. Right. And there was uh, there was I'd say maybe ten, fifteen key people around me, musicians and DJs, and I, I wanted to be that guy and I wanted to be that hero and stand up for playing homegrown on radio and stand up for this and stand up for that and that and I realized uh, as much as I love everybody on a personal level I realized that 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 this feeds me this feeds my family and yeah. me doing that I was left alone because when I stood up online or when I went and took a stand I'd look around and nobody was there everybody was like oh Danny you're such a bad guy why are you doing this and why I'd be like but I'm doing this for you yeah and, and I think time after time it, it, it took me to hit rock bottom financially and emotionally really? yeah it, it took uh, it took a toll on my life on my personal life and I was like why am I doing this it's cool to be the hero and to be oh yeah you know yeah oh, we're a gang we stand <laughs> up for each other but at the end of the day everybody's trying to make it everybody's trying to make money to feed themselves like I have no choice if I don't make money off of music it's not like my parents are rich or this is my life yeah. I dropped out of school I have no degree I have nothing music is my life so I realized by doing that I was dragging myself down nothing was coming out of it because yeah. we weren't we weren't a unit there was always when you say we it was like uh, it was industry. like how, how many people the were industry. you talking about the in- i would say the, the key movers in the industry were not a unit okay we weren't so you all didn't, you we, didn't were, we, we, we were a unit voice. in a room because we were buddies 
Yeah. You know, we were sitting there like, yeah, I got you, I got your back, I got your back in a room. But then but we then went out to the world. You it's always kind have of every man for himself sometimes. You know isn't that it? that one DJ would be like, yeah, but dude, you know, you gotta understand my situation. I gotta get, I gotta get paid. Yeah. So if you're thinking like that, why can't I think like that? But I, I, it took me years to realize that that was the situation. It took me years. Uh, people made diss records about me when I was when I was pushing them on radio. When I was fighting in a little PD meeting, saying, "Why are we not pushing locals?" This is 2005, 2004. Me yeah. sitting in meetings. We have so much talent. I'm talking the days of diligent thought and yeah. when Abri and way before. before I'm like, drugs. why don't we have these guys on radio? I'm sitting there fighting. Not diligent thought, obviously, but other people, other rappers would put me in this records mm. two months after I'm fighting to put you on radio for no reason. Like these are the things that got to me, and these are this. This is what took me years and years to realize that there's no need. I can help. I can help in in a way where it doesn't sink my ship. Yeah. You know, when it when it doesn't affect me and my life and my family, I'll help you. Yeah. But when it starts affecting my well-being, when I'm if 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 my you know ship sank, with all due respect, nobody's gonna come and throw me a fucking lifesaver. No. Not the ones you eat. An <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like nobody's gonna help me, and I, it, yeah. it took me a long time to realize that. And not just with work, with family, with certain people that I thought were family. That nobody, nobody has the resources to help. If I was to to go broke and be like, I can't DJ anymore. I need to. I need money. I need to eat. Nobody's gonna come and say, Here's food. We'll give you. We'll give you a hand. Nobody did it in the beginning. Nobody's gonna do it now. I think that's where I changed. And I and I thought to myself, I might get heat for it now. You know, I went through a phase where my dearest friends would send me messages and be like. You know, you left everybody, you abandoned everybody, and I knew, I, I, I expected it. I foresaw that that was going to happen, and I, I went through it for a good couple of years, and I said, one day, they'll come back around, and they'll be like, he did it for the right reasons. So, and they felt abandonment because you almost kind of went silent, or because you... Because I couldn't be the guy that defended them anymore, because I couldn't be the guy that said, place this guy here, Yeah. put this guy here, I can't DJ here. Make sure he's here. Now I can do it as a recommendation. I can recommend, if OT's part of my crew, I recommend OT. Yeah. Before I was aggressive with it. If OT doesn't play there, I'm not messing with you guys. So you almost created like a little cartel situation. Like I was like, you, you know, I which, have by the way, I'm always a fan of a which, cartel situation. Which, yeah, I mean, as far as I remember it, which was a cartel for a while. I mean, Danny's house was the meeting point for a lot of things. Um, I mean, this was after I joined when I started, like, getting around with Danny and radio. This was, like, 2010? Yeah. 2009? And it was... And and that's where I... It, it felt more like... Less like a cartel, more like a, a family vibe at that point. Because everybody was living at your place at yeah, the yeah, same time, yeah. too. Whether they were officially living or not, it was just a hub. And, yeah. it, and it was... It was meant to be... A cartel is harsh. No, like, a, a cartel is political yeah. in some way. <laughs> but I, what I meant about it was that... Well, I, and I, I didn't have a better word, yeah. to be honest, because yeah. I felt like gang is a bit harsh. So Look, it, I went it, with cartel. It, it, it all stemmed from positivity. It all stemmed yeah. from... Yeah. from uh, at one point, me and Ronnie... Uh, Ronnie went towards... Um, he was doing a lot of production. He had Jacksma going on. Yeah. So he wasn't in the clubs as much. So it yeah. went from me and Ronnie, seven days a week, some nights... Two gigs. Crazy. It went from that to me and him sitting down one day and saying, "What are we you're doing? Fo you're focusing on your production and your thing. I can't handle this. Let's start a scene." Yeah. That's how it started. Contacted Flash B back in the day. Contacted uh, Styles. Contacted all these guys that I thought were genuinely good DJs and good people, and I didn't care. I wanted to share, share the wealth, build the scene. This is how it started. Yeah. 
I don't know if I went wrong. I can't say I, you know, I can't blame anybody. Maybe I went wrong. Maybe I didn't put limits. Maybe I didn't monitor it right. I don't know what happened. It became an uncontrollable beast. Ah, that's what happens with movements. And then I, it, it came to a point where it was out of my control to even make it peaceful anymore. I had people shitting on each other in my own camp. Yeah. Why is he doing this and I'm not doing this? But you're, you're missing the point here. You had nothing two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. Let's grow together. Let's yeah. help each other. There's enough money. There's enough gigs. Let's do this together. The people were just missing the point, missing the point. Whether they were directly in my crew or maybe people we, we, we had kind affiliations with, yeah. whatever it is. It was the industry. The industry was not in sync. Yeah. It, wasn't, it wasn't together. They'd speak, they'd speak about it. They'd be like, yeah, cool, yeah, we're together, 100%. And then you get a stupid call from a promoter saying, but X is going to do it for this much. Yo, you were just at my house, bro, two days ago. Yeah. So it became, again, I didn't, I, I, my intentions were to make it positive, but it, it got out of hand, it got out of control, egos got involved, including mine. I'm not the most innocent person in the world. My ego got the best of me too. There were times when I was like, F the world, da-da-da, uh, da-da. Everybody's egos got involved, and I decided, and, I'm, and I thank God that it, that it wasn't too late. I decided to just, Take myself out of it. yourself. Even if it meant me losing gigs, even if it meant me going silent for a while, yeah. no problem. My sanity, my family was above all. And I took the risk, I did it, and I'm very thankful because it paid off, and it paid off not just for me, it paid off for the people around me that looked up to me and said, mm. if Danny turned his life around, yo, then, then we'll you know, be okay. things yeah. can change. If yeah. this, the angriest guy in the industry, the guy who was always vocal, always talking about everybody, if he can do this in a positive way, then, yo, maybe there's a different pathway here. It's and, interesting, isn't it? And I, I hope it, it helped. I'm sure it did, because it's so funny, because I obviously the legend of you, I, I heard of you before I met you, but yeah. every time I've met Danny over the years, you you were never the stereotype that people had said you were. Yeah. You were always extremely gentlemanly to me. He were always We always like batted great ideas back and forth. Yeah. Um, and I always thought, like, you, you know, it's just Danny. But I, I, you, could, you can even tell, like, you had a fiery temper. And I figured yeah. the temper was probably what was misinterpreted. Not that was my interpretation of not knowing you well enough, but from the outside kind of saying, you know, this guy was always a gentleman to me. And you've always been kind. And, and, your yeah. I've loved, I, and in your music, I see, you know, you in some ways. So I never really yeah. thought. Um, I think, I think it, you're right. It was a temper and it was me. It was frustration. Yeah. I didn't know when I, when I'm around people I'm I'm easy, I'm comfortable. Yeah. I'm around I choose to be around people I care for and that side of me comes out. But when it comes to passion uh, and I was like that in my relationships as well and I was like that with my mom and dad growing up. Uh, I get frustrated and when I get frustrated I get I get nervous and when I get nervous there's you no lash filter. Out. Yeah. Yeah. There's absolutely no filter. Some people get physical, some people uh, whatever. While out and some people ball up and completely Exa go silent. And me yeah. it was verbal. Yeah. I would just da 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 and everything would but, just come but out. But that's no a defense filter. mechanism. Yeah, but, even, man. but here's the thing, this is the interesting bit for me was that being around you all these years, even when these moments did occur, you were articulate. Yeah. Like I, I remember going on drives with you back and forth to Abu Dhabi and there so was it was one like an incident. articulate rant. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like because there's this one incident where one of the DJs that Danny had to play a gig um, didn't get paid or something. Okay. And he's dealing with the promoter on the phone. And Danny's getting loud, but all he's saying is simply, you didn't pay him. 
how are you coming to me to ask me about doing some other gigs for you? The injustice of it all right? was probably And that's what, what Danny's trying to argue, this yeah. injustice, and he just refused to see it. Yeah. Right? So even then, when like you used to get frustrated, it was never a point where you were being unfair or no, unjust no, no, with no, people. No, 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 never, never, never. I've yeah. always believed in, uh, even at times where I've gotten confrontational with people and people get confrontational with me, I'll never, uh, I'm a firm believer, I never raise my hand at anybody, but I will defend myself. I'm that guy and I do it with everything, with business. I will never step on people's shoes. Yeah. I, I think I remember what you're talking about. It happened a couple of times, but this particular situation, uh, my frustration, my anger was coming out of forget what you think of me because I think the guy started attacking me yeah. and my guys. I was like, forget, we're bad guys. We're assholes. Yeah, we, just we, like leave we play that horrible music, whatever, whatever, whatever it is. Yeah. But the point is, he got off his couch, gave you a service. Pay him for that service. Yeah. Whether you want to pay him again in the future, that's up to you. Yeah. That is what got yeah. me infuriated. Like, see, see, see the logic <laughs> yeah. behind it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's the same, we, we, it's better now, but it's the same, it's the same subject I fought for for four years of my life with the new wave of promoters that started coming out and saying, come to the night, and if we do this much money, you'll get you'll paid get, this much. Yeah, so like you want to be a promoter, be a promoter, all for it. But don't, don't, I'm very protective over the art of DJing. I'm very protective over if you want to be a musician, if you want to be a DJ, and if you want to, if you want to call yourself a DJ. To me personally, call me old school. Whatever it is you want to call me, call me. To me, it's sacred. Yeah. You need to be able to to make people feel a certain way. Whether it's ten, whether it's ten thousand, you do your job. What talent God has given you, which is make them feel a certain way. Not, I'll do it if there's three hundred people in the club and I'll get yeah. paid for it and I'll do it again and that. Don't put these ultimatums. Yeah. When people want to sing or when people want to play guitar, you don't tell them come and play in the guitar and, and you'll only get paid and make a career out of it if there's certain people. Like, you don't do that. So with promoters putting that into DJs and DJs going for it, they completely annihilated the art of DJing, which in return disrespects music, yeah. which in return disrespects a culture. To me, again, that was the frustration that people wouldn't get that. Look at Danny ranting again on Facebook. <laughs> oh, God, Danny, can't you just get on with it? Yeah. That was, for, for the chunk of my yes. life, Yeah. That was, that was what I was going through. So, but it formed a part of your identity, didn't it? It did, and it's so still there. But isn't it easier to be angry, Danny? It is. It's very much easier to be angry, Danny, but it doesn't, it's, it's, it's easier, I think it's easier for the public. Because yeah. just to see me that way, because that's what they're used to. For me, it's not. It doesn't. It doesn't make my core happy. Okay. It doesn't. It doesn't. Uh, it affects my life. It's. It's unhealthy for me. I would rather. I go to gigs now and I play and I've got a smile on my face. I like. I. I play for two hours, three hours, four hours, and I'm smiling because I'm. F I'm feeling, what I want to feel DJing now. Yeah. Before it was, I got a DJ and finish at three to go deal with. Whatever it whatever is. Whatever it is. Yeah. It was a block of time that I have to just get over with. I do not ever want to get to that. So I am still the same Danny, but now in a way it's controlled. Now if I have a problem with somebody doing something, now I pick up the phone and give them the chance to be men and give them the chance to be positive and listen, can we deal with this? And funny enough, I realized the world is a better place than I thought it was because <laughs> it actually works. Because you, you, like, you, this place isn't so bad. You know what I mean? Like, like you... you, you I realize you show people love no matter how bad you think a person is. You know, this th is the tenet I live my life by. Just yeah. show them more love and kindness, and eventually I they'll get the it. Yeah. You can break through 
Uh, the angriest men are the most insecure men. 100%. That's that's the thing that I've always known, mm. and I, and I say men because uh, women to me are very easy. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. I, I'm I'm female, so it was very easy for me to understand her nuances. But with guys, it's obviously something just like you. I have to decode, and so when I look at guys that are angry or that are extremely, you know, and when I'm when you're a tiny girl like me. Sometimes guys forget that they're loud and they're dominant yes. and they're in your face yeah. and it's sometimes scary. But then I realize the angriest men are sometimes the ones that need the biggest walls, right? But the way you break through that is usually like, yo, I love you. It's cool. It's all good. Yeah, it's, 100%, all, it's all good. You know, like it's cool. I just love you. It like, hasn't cool. let me down ever since I've, ever since I, I, I decided to go on this path. It's mm-hmm. never ever let me down in anything. It might take a bit longer with certain people. Yeah. But I've realized you keep on it, you keep on it. They can be like, f*** you, I hate you, you're this, you're that. It's cool, man, I'm here for you. Don't worry, I'm here for you. Eventually, they'll be like, yo, this guy's here it. for me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, enough already. Yeah. So, and, I, and I think it's, it's, to me, like, alhamdulillah, it's the best, it's the best I've ever felt. Uh, it's working, and, and yes, the thoughts are still there. Yes, the... The, um, the whackness is still there. The whackness like is still, it's, there. It's still the, there. The disappointment is still there. Yeah. But... Deal with it. You I don't want to deal with it. Well, the you thing guys is, deal with it. Like yeah. everybody, let let each not each to his own. But you guys are are men. You're mature. Uh, you know, we're all nearly over thirty years old in the industry. So just deal with it. I don't have to deal with this anymore. I don't have to be your backup. Yo, Danny, this guy didn't pay me. Yo, Danny, this guy did this. Yo, Danny, this guy did. Yeah. I don't have. To, I don't want to be that guy. I used to do it because of again because I wanted everybody to, to be okay. I don't do it. I don't ask anybody for anything. And it's not, I'm not being cocky here. Like, I, I don't owe anybody, I'll say this proud, not being cocky. Nobody has done anything for me in this industry. Never. In fact, people have tried to kill my career. They've tried to shit me. So I don't expect anything from anybody. If I want to help, I'll do it out of my what I want to do. Love of it. Don't, yeah. I don't want to be the guy that I'm expected to do this. I'm expected to jump in and get you your cash. I mean, there were situations where I'd show up to a lobby of a, of a hotel ready to, to jump somebody because they didn't pay one of my guys. Why? Well, see, Why am I putting myself in that s- well, situation? Actually, can you answer? Why did you put yourself? I know it's for the community. I get that. Yeah. But someone who does things for the community like that, what made you, what made you, what made you feel like you needed to be that leader? I think, I think it, again, I think it was frustration looking around and seeing young, not age-wise, just young people in the industry being bullied. And it's, it's that feeling when you're in school and... I wasn't the most popular guy in school, but I was a popular guy because I wasn't the most popular guy. Like, people would be like, that guy is weird. He's quiet and he likes weird stuff type of thing. Yeah. Who's that guy in school? So I was I was the the guy in school that would see a kid getting picked on and wouldn't be, they wouldn't let him play at, you know, in a football game and lunchtime. And I'd go and form a clique with him and people would be like, yo, they're really cool. So I would make something out of this they're not necessarily they're, no, just, they're not they're necessarily the white no, people it's just the other guys <laughs> the others the, 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 the outlaws the not the outlaws the, 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 the rejects you know, you know what you're outliers there's a word yeah. for that that's the outliers so it is it's Malcolm Gladwell's idea yeah. that people who do remarkable things actually sit out, just outside. outside and I think that translated into the industry where uh, at the point where, I, where, where we were forming this, this clique this cartel whatever you want to call it I was seeing certain people get the attention, the attention of the industry because uh, they carried a certain passport or they were from a certain family, and I was like, "But what about these guys? Yeah, yeah. these guys we're that are just as good, that are just as skilled, da da da." And that's what drew me to me being 
I'm going to fight for you and yeah. I'm going to defend you. And I, and I took it too far. I took it way <laughs> too far to up. a point where if it messed my life up. Yeah. And it was, I'm not going to say it was for nothing because obviously a scene was developed and I look around and I still see these guys doing something and I'm proud of them. But I would have liked it to be more in tune and I would like the industry to be healthier. It's yeah. not. It's not the healthiest yeah. now. But but I, is it? I, I don't know why. But when I speak to DJs from other parts of the world, this same epidemic is something that they experience as well. I don't necessarily think. Maybe in Dubai things are amplified because that's kind of what we say all the time. Is Dubai that magnifies we, Dubai magnifies all the great things about us and all the bad things about yeah. us. So just like the way you're speaking love into people now. That momentum, more than anywhere else in the world, that momentum will carry you here because it's carried me. A hundred percent. On the flip side, if you're prone to temper, if you're prone to drinking, if women is what you like, you know, that vice, it will be nurtured in this city. Yeah. And I feel like when I speak to DJs and my friends who are DJs, they have the same issues with like with their peers is that the DJ, the industry is not necessarily regulated and you're kind of in a wild, wild west of some sort. Yeah. I mean, also, I think it's because it's still young too. Like, if to kind of, and I'm going to leave this for you, but the way I see it is that um, to kind of tell the story of or put things into perspective, you got to take it back to see when you guys started off mm. because that wasn't there. How long ago was that? Right? We st uh, Ronnie started DJing. There was, there was a there was a movement uh, back in the day with Ronnie, uh, a guy called DJ AMD, who, who actually taught me what turntables were. Really? Ahmed, Ahmed yes, yeah, Sudanese guy, one of my closest friends. Um, Is he still DJ? <coughs> no, he moved to Sudan. There okay. was uh, like DJ Smokey, uh, Yassin. There was a really dope DJ, uh, uh, Abdurazak from Osakhema. Really, really dope. Like he was into turntablism and stuff. Amazing. There was that movement what when I was... this? This was... I was... 13 or 14, so you're talking in the mid-90s, maybe? Like 95, uh, 96. That was when I first came into the scene. There was that movement. Mm -hmm. And I came in through AMD, through Ahmed. It wasn't a club movement yet. Like, back in the day, yes, there was a club. Mm -hmm. but it wasn't, Which club? Which club was uh, it? I think there was, like, uh, Studio 7 okay. and uh, Premiere and uh, Cyclone, all these <laughs> venues. Wow. Yeah. OTS flashbacks. Yeah, OTS yeah like, flashbacks. names you haven't heard so in a I, long time. So I, I came in through him. Uh, and I'll never forget one of the first people I met in the industry was Ronnie. Ronnie was doing a private party uh, on a uh, on a uh, beachfront villa in Jumeirah, one of these <laughs> old villas. I think they probably tore it down probably now. Long gone Most of them by are now. gone. Yeah. yeah, and I'll never forget Ronnie was DJing. I came and asked Ronnie for a record. I was I think I was 14 years old, and I asked. He played a record. It might have been nonchalant, five o'clock. And I said, "What is this record? It's really dope." And Ronnie finished playing the record, and he picked up the record, put it in the sleeve. And gave it to me. I've never met this kid in my life. Mm. Yeah, see that love. And right. to me, that's yeah. that is what I fell in love with. Yeah. That exactly. I was like, that I want to be part of that. that this. Whatever that yeah. was. Because yeah. this is music and love. I want to do that. And that's how I started. And from that click, it's sad to say, you know, the click of five, six that were there. Me and Ronnie are the only ones who carried it. Yeah. Because Ahmed had to leave for personal reasons. Uh, X, Y, and Z were are nowhere to be seen. Whatever reason, it was me and Ronnie. So. Come August 2000, I joined radio t t for something totally different, to do an internship for production, which is what I studied. And we started DJing, and me and Ronnie, Ronnie was more the, the street cred, you know, killing the private parties. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You want new music, Ronnie. You want new records, Ronnie. And then I, I came in and, and took it to radio yeah. and made it commercial and was the first 
non-Arab to do a specialist show and was the first to do urban on radio yeah. a full time. Like I, I started uh, getting all ground. these accolades yeah. and breaking all these grounds, which I never screamed about, which I never shouted about, but we did, at the end of the day, the entire entertainment industry in the UAE is based on a blueprint that me and Ronnie set. Yeah. The entire, whether you're talking about house, garage, uh, drum and bass, whatever it is, with all due respect, it's based yeah. on these two kids that had to fight and fight and fight and fight and fight to create the scene, to get it on radio, to go do parties, to accept managers at some restaurant to let us bring in turntables and play and da 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 da. That's where it started, and it started with positivity and yeah. love. And Ronnie, till today, Ronnie shares a lot of the, the the feelings I share when you know he gets frustrated, and but he still remembers why we started doing this. This is this is what makes us keep moving is that we did this based on that love that unity and and us helping each other you need a gig i'll give it to you You need a record here are my records for the night yeah you know like we used to do this we still do these things for each other but it's some way it's the it's missing from the masses now it's only a couple of people that still do it so back in the day again it it, it was built on that until i would say 2006 2007 when the whole Clan, gangster, let's roll nine deep. When that happened, I think that was the 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 downfall of of whatever movement, whatever the thing, whatever positivity we had. Of, of the love of it, because like, and don't get me wrong, I still adore everybody. But I still see them, and it's high fives. I don't yeah. think, I, yeah, you know, I don't think it's about a personality thing. This no. is a business thing. Yeah. This is a and business thing. And the, you, Danny's you, frustration is when he, there's the lack of that love is when he gets frustrated, is what I see. Because that's where you base the foundation on. 100%. So as soon as something is off formula, that's what, like, no, this is not how it's supposed <laughs> to be done. I always, I, I always say the money comes later. Do, do, I've lived poor people. I've heard rumors, this is crazy, I've heard rumors that Danny Neville's mom and dad are billionaires and that if it wasn't for that... Danny would have never made it. I'm thinking, <laughs> do you even fucking know? I used to go sneak into the radio station, crash on Radio One's couch. No way. I swear to God, to wake up and do the 11 o'clock show in the morning, stay there, go to show shows, play all night at show shows, didn't have money to eat because I refused to go to my mom's house. She was limited with what she could do, and I promised her, give that me the money yeah. that you have, let me get a degree in music. I'll never come back to you. My ego kicked in. I don't want to go back to my, my, my mom's place. People don't know. I wouldn't have money. I would go. My deal at show shows was I'll get a meal. I would wait all day to go to show shows early to have that meal for the day, finish at show shows, three in the morning, go back. I had an access pass to Radio 1 and Musa Tower. Yeah. Sneak in, sleep on the couch, do it all over again, shower in, in the freaking sink. Like, people don't know these things. Oh, Danny, his mom and dad. What? Where did, what? What do you mean? They don't know that they see Dubai and they think, okay, you were born into money. Well, they don't. They yeah. don't know these things. Yeah, the and assumption. Anyway. Yeah, first. Yeah, yeah. And my mom was in charge. Oh, well, take a taxi <laughs> to Sharjah. Are you crazy? Twenty-four dirhams to Sharjah <laughs> back then. Yeah. Yeah. Now it's not. Yeah. No. Look, I. I think that. And sorry, the, back in the day. <laughs> here we go. Here we go. Let me tell you this. Back in the day, I could get away with it because you know I went to park next to Carlton and Sharjah and, and run away. Right across. <laughs> then RTA had decided the to, to to introduce the whole thing and. The, the 
they don't let you leave there's the tracking thing and they yeah. know who you are I was like oh, oh. <laughs> you used to be able to negotiate yeah. he would ask you for 15 you tell him Habibi here's 3 <laughs> yeah. I got you know, now I there's got a meter like there's receipts <laughs> yeah. it became very difficult and then we had roads you negotiate after getting dropped after you get there like listen I don't have 15 you know, here's 3 it was hard in the streets bro <laughs> She's a charger, I think I think what it is is that when you, you you have succeeded in Dubai, whether you you know you have, and once you do that, the problem is the story gets set for you because the brand of the city uh, marks you. Yeah, yeah. So we you know the struggle is nobody cares about your struggle. No offense. Yeah. Uh, yeah you course, know what I mean. But it's easier to set another story because the story is there for them to kind of you know for them. I don't know who them is, but yeah. you know people. Um, you know, but on the flip side of it, I think when I when we meet you or when anyone meets you, you kind of know, like you ca- you you've got this ghetto swag about you. Like there's just <laughs> no way yeah. you can't. No, yeah, yeah, no, 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 You've succeeded. I think. I think anybody succeeds in life when. When I, again, I realize this on my new path. Yeah, I, 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 like, I, I yeah, like on an old like, self on, reflection. Yeah, exactly. um, he I think like think, he does yoga though. This, yeah, I know, but he doesn't. Yo, I don't want to. I, I don't want to diss any yoga instructors. <laughs> but if there's anybody out there that can that can that can get me through yoga peacefully without breaking a bone or farting in class, I'm more than happy to do it. We're gonna cut this one out though. No, we won't. Um, <laughs> success, success in life. I think I think success comes out of you waking up in the morning and 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 wanting to do whatever it is you're doing. Whether I agree. It's, whatever it is. Uh, money or no money, yeah. I'll say this again: the money will come eventually. If you're if you're if you're talented, if if uh, if it's meant to be, the money will come. You have to be smart enough to know when to stop, yeah. because you're genuinely like not enjoying it, and you're now doing it thinking I'm running after the cash. Yeah. You need to know when that line is. Yeah, but I think it's interesting because that's part of something OT because OT has a weird insider outsider look into like my my negotiation with business. The interesting thing is learning how to manage growth. Mm-hmm. So wh- where people break is I- in growth. During growth. Yeah, so they don't get past the growing pains. Um, and I think that's that's where you wake up every morning, you're happy to do what you do. The money should not be a factor in that. Money should be a symptom of that. But you also have to be aware that consciously when you start thinking now I'm doing it and I'm waiting for the check you have to know when that line is because uh-huh, yeah. sometimes you don't you don't realize but you might go through 23 hours of the day or whatever it is thinking I'm doing this for the fun but then that one hour thinking I need to get paid becomes two becomes three becomes four and, and you need before to, you, you need, know it exactly you, yeah. you, that's where you need to be like all right this is not for me yeah um, so back to the drifting the success of me waking up and being happy to go DJ at the venues that I'm DJing, playing the music I want to play. We'll talk about that later. Because um, <laughs> I know I know it's coming. What happened? You were doing reggae and dance yeah. and then I, We'll talk about that later. OT's got a... Uh, me, uh, yeah. me, me, I like it funny and me too. Like, yeah, yeah, I, I know, I know. We're getting there. Uh, me being happy with that led into... Uh, I want to find something outside music. My Back in the day, uh, growing up, the very short period of time I had with my dad... He left when I was nine. But the very short period of time, the memories I have of my father is the old Dubai. Uh, him, uh, before we could ride bicycles, throwing us on bikes and saying, go into the dunes and, and be men and camp and, you know, like yeah. all this stuff, like fishing and that, uh, very outdoorsy stuff. Yeah. There was a gap 
uh, one when my dad left to Dubai becoming the place that it, it has become there was yeah. a gap in that so my my go-to was always outdoors whether it's motocross whether whatever it is it was always outdoors doing activities um, when I went through that dark phase of my life that vanished as well so of course it, it did it was a good five years almost give or take five years of darkness music darkness music darkness and and I have a hard drive at home that one day I'll share with the world with music I produced in that five years and you'll be like this guy is suicidal like you yeah. can tell from the chords I was playing it was just a very bad time so I lost touch with with going out and interacting with people and finding a passion outside music to balance um, randomly I go online one day and, and uh, obviously I couldn't dirt bike anymore because of all the accidents and da 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 so I went online one day and I found this thing called drifting uh, and it had nothing to do with the science of drifting and driving it reminded me of that first time I met Ronnie ah. when I went out there and I met the people that drift and the attitude and the feeling and the vibe and the energy around drifting. They were from the biggest shakes in the world to nobodies. But on that day where we are all human beings yeah. having fun, whether you're a shaker or not, you're on your knees changing tires and that brought me back down to earth and that made me feel like I'm home now. Yeah, this, this, this was my sanity outside music. This yeah. is the reminder of my father and back yeah. in the days and the love and da-da-da. And it was instant. It had nothing to do with getting in a car and driving. That was a bonus. Yes, I was good at it. And it was all a bonus. But just the emotion of being there, whether I qualified or raced or not, being in the presence of, of this, this love and yeah. this energy just made me feel like, whew, I love it. And that's where, that's where the drifting came to. And then it, it evolved. I started understanding that also, as drifters, we're entertainers. We go out. Yeah. We're not racing. We're not against time. We're, we're going out putting our lives in danger to entertain a crowd yeah. so that the crowd can get up for a minute and be like, whoa, did you see what just yeah. happened? Yeah. We're, again, yeah. it's part of me being an entertainer, entertaining people, leaving a track, knowing that this kid was like, I'm going to put a poster of Danny because when I grow up, I want to have fun and drift. That's what attracted me to drifting. It mm. plays a lot off of what I've learned off of music. Yeah, and so I think it's interesting because... In your life, in the short time I've heard your story now, music has been this, like, she's never left you. Nope. Yeah. Do you Not know what I mean? Yeah. There's been bad times, there's been good times. But, but she's never yeah, left you. 100%. And, and I think the love that you know in music, you find in other... Like, the thing about music is it does bind us. It binds us very deeply. Um, and that's the thing, part of the people that sit in that same... In, in, and come on, our, on the show is very much... We're bound by the music that Somehow, we know. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's very interesting how it touches... Uh, places beyond us like something beyond me and 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 i'll know when i've met someone in lives before when i yeah, when yeah. i get into that space of music with them music music has has i don't know if it, if, if it's happened uh, obviously it has happened with other people but music has guided me through stuff that had nothing to do with music through yeah. relationships and through uh, certain things choices that i make business-wise it's uh, music and frequencies always yeah guide me guide you uh, and it could be frequencies of 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 it doesn't have to be uh, hip hop or whatever it could be frequencies of just sounds that I'm hearing just yeah. the sound of me waking up and there's construction outside to me that's frequencies that's, that's beat that's metronome everything in my life is very it's weird but it's, everything is very timed yeah. everything in my life is a metronome everything that's around me whether somebody talking I'm always constantly there's a, a yeah click. so you're tuning in and tuning it's out it's all of, frequencies yeah. it's and, very interesting and, that you're and I only just that. started realizing that I didn't I didn't know this 
I you didn't know it was your superpower, Danny Neville? <laughs> you crazy? Are you she, mad? You know why she's saying this? Because in her head, she's thinking in a cape. She's, yeah, she has, no. she has a picture of me like in tights. You in a cape. I do not know. It's so weird. Symbol of my chest. This is Danny's image of what's in shorts with undies over. Short pants. Short pants. He's got some short pants on. No, no, no. You know what? I know where you're going with this. To take it to a serious level. No, what I what I think is interesting is that part of the reason you as you're talking the puzzle pieces are kind of yeah. falling into place no wonder you got so frustrated the yeah. frequencies were like in your They're face off. Yeah. they were off like, and no wonder you had to articulate it yeah. and you were trying to figure out basically how to make harmony all you've wanted to do is make harmony yeah. it makes so yeah. much sense and there are certain times where I, I again I only just we, me and Moki had a conversation uh, uh, coming to the studio there are certain times where uh, I thought I'd be the, the savior and teach somebody how to feel these frequencies. I can't. You can't. Mm. It's either in you or, or it's not. It's leadership. How do you teach leadership, man? I can't, I can't you, teach uh, you how, how to feel. No, right? yeah. I can't teach you how to translate certain certain things. Yeah. And and I just recently figured that out. And, and, and I think that, again, it all makes sense that that was where the angry guy came out. And that was where the, don't you f***ing get it? <laughs> yeah. But but I think what's amazing about drifting, and it's it's interesting because... For me, you're the the. There is a specter of you that you're kind of building because it's very public. Your yeah, figure in yeah. drifting, you know. Um, I kind of like that better than the old than the, the Danny I, you, music because it uh, maybe. But the, I, the drifting Danny, Danny or the drifting Danny, I know now because I see you on my newsfeed. Yeah, I yeah. see you know, and obviously we hear about you in the industry. But it y there is um, the years of you kind of standing for who you are. I can say this. Sometimes when your name pops up, they'll be like, Danny won't do something like that. You've already, you've almost determined, yeah. you've you've set the tone so people yeah. almost kind of filter out what you won't, what yeah, you will yeah. and won't do. Yeah. Of course, the path could have been a little more graceful. Yeah. But, 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 but hey, here we are. Then you filter that yeah, out. But yeah, yeah. at the end of it, I wouldn't, I wouldn't change it. Because I, I wouldn't have wanted it any other way. Yeah, I, I, feel, I feel like my, my story when, you know, Inshallah, about Amr Tawil, like when I'm long gone, I think my story will be that Danny wouldn't have done that. And, and I feel like my success and my, me being proud would be if, if one kid can be like, would Danny do that? Yeah. I'm happy. I, yeah. I would have left an amazing mark. If one kid, the same way, like a lot of people don't know, and I, this is the first time I say this, mm -hmm. j j just so you know, I've never been interviewed, so this is my actual first interview. Well, uh, you're doing a great job. On radio. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the, a lot of people don't know this. <coughs> Uh, starting from scratch, Mark. Yeah. He's that one guy for me that I would say, would Mark do something like that? Mm -hmm. He's that guy for me. And I feel like, I don't, people be like, yeah, I look up to Jay-Z and I look up to this guy. No. I look up. To me, Mark and, 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 and what he does, and he, he's maybe 10 years older than me, but the, the, the path that he led is very similar to what I'm going through. And yeah. now, when I take a moment and I think of the industry and I think, should I, should I not? He's my point of You're reference. You're like, what would Mark yeah. do? Exactly. Yeah. I'll be like, would he? But, but he was see, a new point of reference, right? Very new. Yeah. This but is very new. Because I remember I met, I met starting from scratch. Yeah, yeah, this was a couple of years ago. Yeah. Before that. And, and, and he came around the time that I was towards the end of the negative stuff. Yeah. That I, It was almost like God sent me somebody to be like, look, dude, 
here's before that it was there was no point of reference it was mm. all me and my peers and there was You'd no I didn't have a father figure I didn't have a, yeah. an older brother that was into music my brothers didn't understand my mom still thinks I play the piano and have a microphone and I, <laughs> and she, you know God oh bless God, her oh my God your mom thinks you're Stevie Wonder yeah God bless her she thinks I'm a one man show like show how you I'm the yo show I'm the mom my DJ hey I'm the God bless her but you know the wedding musician you know what I mean you know what I mean she was like hey the English she on radio yeah I'm just gonna pull out a keyboard so I didn't have anybody that understood what you're doing what I'm doing that I can relate to and I think Mark gave me that and I and I feel like that is what I want my purpose to be in life that if I can get one person to say what would Danny do in this situation he wouldn't do this I shouldn't or he would let me go for it I feel like that to me is part of like me saying you know I I did something right in life yeah or in the industry I get that I get that it's like he's like So I met Danny. So you I've always heard about Danny just like everybody else, but then I didn't formally meet him or just get to sit with him until the um the the Creative Labs event in Abu Dhabi mm. yeah, that yeah. you were hosting. And Danny decides to talk about how cool radio is and what he does on radio and me being my asshole self at the back. <laughs> I'm like, "Uh, bro, excuse me." <laughs> oh, these guys don't even say. But radio ain't doing all that well. Radio is not good. That up here, listening to their iPods and all that, and we can't. And, and Danny and I ended up having this debate in the middle in, of, in the middle of this whole this? section. Yeah, yeah, it was on a blog two four fifty four. And we're just having this debate, and Danny's like, "You know what? You can come shadow me on radio, and you'll see for yourself." I was like, "All right, you're on." I'm like, and I, then I was like, "Are you just saying that for the people?" I was like, "No, no, no, you'll see." I'm like, "All right, cool, we're good." And then after the talk, I went to talk to Danny and like, you know, get his digits. Like, really, I really wanted to actually come on radio. And then it's like, here, here's two concert tickets. Oh, yeah, you gave me two concert <laughs> yeah. tickets to shut him up. Good idea. No, but then no, no, but I actually did. I came through. You went, well, of course you did. Oh, I chased him down, went through, and... The thing about OT is like a pit bull. Yeah. Once he has something in his jaws, that's you're it. done for. But you're done for. It. I love it. I absolutely love it. And I remember I remember we had a conversation when he first joined radio. Not joined, yeah. when he first started shadowing me. And, yeah. and you can tell when somebody's there. He wasn't anybody that was in my... Like, he minded his own business, but you can always tell when somebody was... taking notes yeah. taking notes yeah. not in a sly way no, like but just asking the right it, yeah. questions and i could i could tell straight away something's going to come out of this kid and the one thing i had a conversation with ot after we actually got to know each other on a personal level and i said to him i don't know if you remember this i said to him look there's only so much i can do for you yeah. i can i can open the door but i said where you go from here this is when he decided to take it seriously and come on the show and start being a personality on the show i said where you take it from here is totally up to you Don't expect me to yeah. hold your hand and da da. It's from this point onwards. It's who you are. It's your personality. And I remember telling him, it's how you present yourself to people. You can be the bad guy if you want to, but stick to being the bad guy if you want to. Don't let. And I remember telling you, don't let your enemies disrespect you. They can hate you if they wanted to hate you. Yeah. People cannot like you, but they can't disrespect you. Don't ever give anybody a reason to disrespect you. I Always do the that. right thing in the industry and da da da. We had the conversation, and he went through. I didn't do anything for OT. People might say, "Oh, you." Th- I did nothing. I introduced them. Yeah. I like I introduced ten other people. Yeah. Where are they now? Doing absolutely nothing, because they didn't carry themselves. Yeah. It was always, but Danny this. <laughs> but Danny that. <laughs> When I decided to leave Radio One, nobody knew. Not even my fam. Not even my wife knew. Mm. Why didn't he use that as an excuse and say, "Oh, well, Danny left Radio One. I can't." He was like, "All right, cool, man." All the fucking, one <laughs> yeah. of the first people to be like, yo, congrats, man. That's a bigger move for you. Amazing. Da, da, yeah. da, 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 da. He still did what he, he came and created. Maybe that inspired him to do the Kancho. I don't know. But he did something good. He didn't sit there and say, Danny left. 
Who so left what me? Now? <laughs> Danny <laughs> left me. And, 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 and he didn't think. Of, I got this a lot. Yeah. He, he didn't think of me, and he didn't think of this, and he didn't. Th- I'm not. What? Yeah. No. That's and I saw that very early in OT. There were times where we butt heads. There were times where I'd be like, "Yo, you, sh- you know, maybe." But he learned. I didn't, I could never tell him the same thing twice. He'd take notes and be like, "Yep, yeah, cool, yeah. done, one hundred percent." Yeah. And it's good. I'm proud of you, man. Thank you. he just taught me wax on I think the history between you guys is palpable and yeah. I love that because I think that's a part of it too is uh, in a transient place to have history is important yeah. um, and to stay here because you could have easily left Danny this got so whack you could have you could have been like I'm out I'm gonna go live in Toronto oh yeah college in Dufferin oh, yeah. I'm just gonna go oh, live yeah. I'm gonna go I live I speak English nothing <laughs> nothing <laughs> I want bus yeah, yeah and you could you could he could you could have just gone I mean that's that's a part of it is like deciding to stay mm. and deciding to be um, maybe I mean who are we to say we're leaders but to say that we're a voice that's yeah. different and I think that's something that I um, I forget I, I remember in my friends but I forget about myself some someone told me the other day I'm I'm remarkable and I need to find my equals yeah that's so arrogant if you hear it in one way but in another way if you look at it and you tell yourself no I'm remarkable and I need to find my equals it means you deserve better yeah. for yourself and you own and you don't settle that greatness in you yeah you don't settle for anything less which is not like you said it's not being cocky it's It's you find your value, it's f- you find what you're great at, and you surround yourself with like-minded people. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I, everything you're saying is, it translates to me. It translates in, in ways that I couldn't say or, or explain to myself um, coming up in this industry. It was never a choice to leave this place. Uh, it was never a choice of failure, because had I left to Toronto or New York, or I've had many chances yeah, to just of course. be somewhere and say, that's it, I'm staying here. Had I done that... I would have never lived with myself saying I left not only her being my music, but I left, uh, you know, my, my, my guardian being the UAE. And, yeah. and uh, too much attachment, too much... Uh, I couldn't. I could never, ever do it. I, I can't lie. I did think about it. But the thought of it made me sick to my stomach. The, the thought of me not being around when, when, when she grows up or when... That thought was just like, I can't. I'm abandoning yeah. her. her and family. And, and, us, and yeah. You know what I mean? It just... Yeah, I dig that yeah. because I was my when my dad left, I was nomadic. I was yeah. I was like the Bedouin in me was yeah, like uh, was all out. You don't know what to call yourself. I just yeah. and I didn't really care to. Like I just knew that I wasn't going to stay because it was easier to be uprooted because my life was uprooted just yeah. like yours. Yeah, you yeah. were so you were so nomadic, you know. Um, but for those of us who choose to grow roots and wings. Um, That's something that's really hard to do. So I really, res- your journey and yeah, how yeah. difficult it is to stay resonates yeah. with me. Because for me, having been here for 10 years, then there's a, there's a breaking point. There's a tipping point where suddenly it all starts to feed back into you. Yeah. So that's now, that's the place in my life now where I've, I give love and I, I've, it's palpable. I can yeah. feel it. And the hard part is, the hard part is that the, in that gap where it doesn't, when it doesn't start feeding back into you, that gap of you saying... I'm out. Yeah, what am I what am I doing? Yeah. Is this my life? Yeah. And it's down to very simple things like people asking you where are you from? And you start thinking like these small details start playing a huge role. Yeah. What do I say? I can't say I'm Lebanese, but I am Lebanese. That's legally what I am. But what's Lebanon ever done for me? But I can't say I'm local. Like these things start making you feel like 
do I belong? Am I here building a scene, a music scene? It's that gap that you have to be strong and get through and... And just know yourself. And know just, yourself in it. You know? But back then, how do you know yourself? Like, when you're in that situation, how do you know what me and you are talking about now? Oh, no, it's, no, It's no, only no. because we're, we went through it. <laughs> we're the old and wise, and my friend. Here's the thing. It's, it's not until you look at it in hindsight. There was no telling That's me. That's what I'm saying. When you're yeah, in it. Yeah, yeah. When you're in it, you How are you ever it. supposed to know? There was you're, no telling me. When you're, you're just in, you going just against... go through it. You're going against guts and you're... So you get out the other side. There was no... You could not have told me. I had to make the decision to stay. And now that's part of who I am and who you guys are yeah. I can see it no one tells us what to do that's yeah. the problem because if you listen to other people it wouldn't have been that hard how many times did people say Danny maybe you want to love a little more <laughs> you know maybe you want to be a little more loving Danny uh, no you had to get stop with the post <laughs> stop with the post maybe you'd get gigs if you stop posting about us <laughs> Yeah, hard times, hard times. But but I appreciate the journey because I you know even hearing it now it's all about seeking harmony and I think that's something with Danny that mm. I can really like. It is, and if 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 if, if it uh, I'll say this again if it if it helps anybody out there when it comes to the the nightlife and the entertainment and this, which is now majority social because the I think the biggest part of our social life in the UAE is nightlife and entertainment yeah. and music. Yeah. Every other person I meet is either a promoter, a DJ, a producer, da da. I think the one thing I can say from my journey and from the negativity that I went through and the everything and the everything, find your place. Yeah. Be fucking great at it. Yeah. Don't worry about anything else. Do not worry. Everything will be fine. Find what find what it is you want to do, no matter how Ridiculous. not credible you are or. <laughs> You're not speaking to the right people and you're not in the right crowd. Nobody cares. When I started playing reggae, it wasn't in. When I started playing house, it was never in. When I started playing hip-hop, it was never in. Don't worry. Do whatever your soul feels like. This is me. I, I enjoy playing this. I don't care if it's folk music. Yeah. Play it. Do it. Do whatever you want to do. And some way, somehow, you'll attract the same people, even in the UAE, even to the people that sit there and say, the UAE has no soul. But we're here. I'm yeah. here. My friends are here. You guys yeah. are here. Yeah. We have our circles. Of course it has soul. Look for it. Yeah. Be it. Don't sit there and be like, no, the in thing is to go to a horse race and wear a hat. <laughs> no disrespect. No disrespect. No disrespect. <laughs> but but th that don't don't get into that bubble because the, the UAE has that bubble. Well, Amplified. Yeah. Find your place trap. in the industry, whatever it is you want to do. Even if you're a banker and you want to become a promoter, go for it. Yep. Yeah. But, but genuinely go for it out of the love. Like, a lot of people tell me, what is what do you advise a little kid that wants to get into music? Love it first. Love it. Right. Fall in love with whatever it is you want to do. Fall in love with it first. Don't think it's the easy way. I'm going to make money. Genuinely, once you, once you fall in love with it, you're okay. Yeah. You are completely okay. You will attract the right people. Some, some will come and go. They're like, uh, but you'll still see the positive in them and you'll still try and work with them. And if it doesn't work out, at least it's a peaceful goodbye, not like what it used to be. Oh, I hate you, I can't stand you, yeah. if I see you, the, none of that. You yeah. don't need any of that. Life is too short. Mm -hmm. Have fun, enjoy it, smile. People will smile around you and keep it going, keep it moving. Yeah. It's, it's and for some, somehow, the universe always responds to you. 100%, it responds to your energy. Again, it responds to the frequencies you put out there. Exactly. Whether it's the tone of your voice, whether whatever, it's all about, for me, it's all about the frequencies you put out. It's the energy you put out. It's going to respond. If it yeah. doesn't like it, if it's too harsh, it won't respond. Yeah. yeah. Very easy. So you want it to be like the <coughs> you want to you want it's the anthem of moments I guess basically like, yeah, yeah. And, and 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 with music and with melodies I never studied music so I only play by ear so with melodies when I hear records and I hear melodies that remind me of old melodies yeah. if, if, the, if the record is new 
it just came out on the radio and I feel like, okay, there's potential, the people on the radio know it. Most of the time, if it reminds me of an old melody, I'll play it. Because, because you know that exactly, it'll remind someone exactly, else. Exactly, because I know that they're not trained either. I'm not trained musically. I, I, it's only by ear. So I know that that average Joe will be like, oh, this reminds me of uh, a record by, uh, I don't know, Toto, Africa, or whatever. Da, 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 yeah. da. And funny enough, a lot of people ask me, they, 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 they try and dissect Carl Wolf's success in the industry. Okay. Carl Wolf has that mentality with his music as well, which is why yeah. I love working with him. It's not my music. It's very young. But he has this gift, his melodies, the way he writes melodies, remind you of old records. Yeah. So you can hear a Carl Wolf record you've never heard before and be like, I feel something. Yeah. Mm. Because he uses certain chord progressions and certain melodies that, that, that ignite an emotion. And I, f I try to do that because I don't compose as much. I try and do that with my sets. So I try and pick sets that make you feel something. They yeah. feel emotion. And I just make sure that at whatever you're feeling throughout the night, you could get aggressive. I could remind you of a fight you had, whatever it is. I just try and make sure at the end of the night, the last 10 minutes, I'm making you feel happy. Yeah. So you know you went through a whole emotional journey, but you're only going to remember the good of it because the last 10 minutes I made you feel good. Yeah. You're going to forget that I reminded you of a fight or that or you felt like, oh... You know, <laughs> you, you had that screw face on, da da da. That's the science that I go by. Yeah, I respect that. Which is a very just science of love in a way. It's just a feel good vibe. Yeah, man. That's it. Even even the festival I did uh, for the first time, I headlined at Red Fest. Mm. I've always done opening sets and I've always yeah. been supporting acts. This was the first time I actually headlined as Danny Neville on a stage, full production, full sound. Did an hour and a half set. I was shitting bricks. Really? Because when I'm opening. It's not my job, like, I'm just opening. I'm not a headlining act. Okay. They don't care about me. Mm. I'm just there being an iPod till <laughs> Eminem comes on, or whatever it is. I'm yeah. not, there's no, I'm playing what I want to play, I'm doing my thing. But when, when you're headlining, this is the first time I actually had to headline. I had to look at myself as, I'm an artist right now. You always the, were, the, though, the, Danny. The, the, yeah, but not, not... I was to myself, but now I'm on stage. Oh, he's like, now they know. <laughs> no, stop it. No. I came out with my suit and I was like, <laughs> no, I know who I am. No, I'm joking. No, I'm joking. I mean, I get it. And now you're like, okay, now I'm, I'm made for this. I'm, this is what I'm I'm made on for. a stage now in front yeah. of 10,000 people a day, so 20,000 people that might know me, might not, might not know yeah. me, and now I need to be the artist that I know I can be to yeah, myself. I respect that. When I did that set, I was shitting bricks. And everybody's like, nobody, like, everybody was like, oh, this Danny's been doing it for 20 years. Oh, yeah. he'll, he'll kill it. And I did kill it. And I did have fun. But when I went back home, looked at the history that I played, I realized that I did the same exact thing that I do in clubs, just on a bigger scale of production. So I would play electronic remixes with, like, huge fillers and drops. Yeah. But... Subconsciously, the, the formula is the same. I, subconsciously, I didn't think about this. Subconsciously, I picked all the records that made people feel a certain emotional yeah. way. I didn't pick anything that didn't have a certain vocal in it. I didn't. I realized that this is me. This is my core. And no matter where you put me in the world, whether it's playing reggae or house or festivals or whatever it is, that is my core. My core is being very emotional with my music. Like, it's never, ah, <laughs> like, what's that SNL skit they did when the guy was flipping the, 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 the eggs and, yeah, yeah. and their heads exploded? Oh, that was Key and Peel, yeah. yeah, it was the dubstep right. skit. <laughs> when you, you come to press the button and then it's, <laughs> so I feel like, yeah, that's yeah. the core of me. It's just being. And how did it feel after you're done? Amazing, incredible. Uh, that's when I was like, yeah, dude, I got this. Yeah, yeah. Cool. I, I, you know what, those, those moments, you know, we, OT and I were talking about this, about how you look at something and you're like, 
Dude, I'm made for this. Yeah. I do I do so many things wrong, but this is I'm made for this. This is the one thing the one that I, thing. I, I thing know I won't f up. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Relationships, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. school, I driving. Love, I yeah. live for those moments yeah. where it's like the where you stand and you have to hold court. You have to hold court to yeah. you, the universe, and, it's and everything. It's a blessing. It's a blessing. It's a how uh, amazing. You have to recognize that that is the blessing in life. Nothing else. It. That yeah. that That's you it. at that moment thinking. I can never f*** up. <laughs> like, yeah. Even if I tried, I yeah. couldn't. Like, God has given me this. Yeah, man. The bolts in your body yeah, were yeah. made for this. And I love what they that. Call that. that? They call it flow, right? Yeah, yeah. That's the moment you're in full flow. When you're, you're just fo- yeah. so natural, you're in your element. But you tap into this thing greater than you. And and that thing greater than you yeah. is is everything you've been kind of... Your, that funnel's been opening yeah. through your and life. Some people have it through their music. Some people through, have it through writing. writing. I don't know. Through, whatever it is. Through visuals. Yeah. Through, but once you find that, it's it's the best thing in the world. Yeah. I hope people find it. I do. That's the idea. Yeah. That's why we tell these stories. That's why. So my hope, as always, I I didn't know what this would be like, but I'm so glad you came. I'm so glad. Yeah, I am. Because for me, it's one of those things where I just want to take this and hold it in 2017 and say, Danny, 2037. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Remember? Remember remember this guy? And and I think this guy's a really good one. So I, I like happy Danny. As I mean, don't get me wrong. Wrong. I, sla- I slap my rants now. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, <laughs> the rants are funnier in person. They're not. They shouldn't be. On, it's not something to record. <laughs> like Danny, yeah. It's when maybe the mics have go a job off. If you <laughs> <laughs> but you know what this reminds me? Of? It's like when we sat with Narcy, because then we saw a new Narcy as well. Yeah, yeah. Narcy, Baba Narcy, yeah. has sure, been through the same path Yo, I've been through. Yeah, because Baba Narcy and old Narcy. Narcy is like people. my twin in the music industry. He, uh, uh, being a rapper is like he he went through what I went through. I think being a rapper, yeah, <coughs> with just it fucking him over and yeah. and I I I always loved Narcy from the bottom of my heart. I really did, but there was a time where I didn't like Narcy, mm. and I said it to his face. He he invited me to uh, to speak at uh, Concordia, which was another huge thing for me. I was so humbled by it. What made me even prouder is looking and seeing this is Yassine. Yes. He's talking to 300 people in a class in Concordia. Yeah. That blew me away. And I, was, and I said to him after, I was like, dude, I, I, I'm so proud and so happy that you, you got out of the Narcy I didn't like. And he looked at me, he's like, dude, I had to. And the same thing I'm telling you now, he told me, he's like, I had to. I had to. It was either the death of me. Yeah. Or I had to realize... I don't know if he spoke to you about it. It was the whole time he moved here. And yeah, yeah, and yeah. And he actually spoke very candidly about <coughs> yeah. it, which yeah. I, which I love which that he did that. Um, and then I saw, and I yeah. saw, I saw the Narcy that that my friends and family are seeing me now. That yeah. the, the, the new, not reborn, but the, the aware, Danny. I saw that in him, and I was. He might say it was my kids. He might say whatever it is. Yes, they played a role, but way before that, way before the kids were here. You had to make that decision, and you made it consciously. Nobody did it for you. You, you decided I had to get out because it was suicidal. It was bad, and he got out. And I'm so proud. Like that guy, his passion, his love for the art of music is, it's incredible. It's up yeah. there, like with. Oh, n- n- no, Narcy is. I, I think. For me, Narcy is enlightened in some way. Not to not his ego is like he's so. He's one of the people that you can sit and talk to for hours yeah. and hours and hours, and then sit for hours not saying a word, and then still feel like you're having a conversation. If that yeah, makes yeah, any yeah. sense, like yeah. he's just that guy. Because yeah. he just keeps you thinking. Like a lot of the things Narcy says, you find yourself replaying you a lot in it. your head. And funny enough, yeah. funny enough, when me and him were going through, this is. It's amazing how the world works. When me and him were going through the, the, the negativity, we're going through it in the same time. The, the energy we put out to each other parted us. Of course. 
And I haven't said this to anybody. Me and Narsi parted for a very long time. But did you have a deep understanding that that's where you both needed to be right now? Back then, no. Back then, I was like, why is Narsi, he's not my friend anymore. Mm. And I'm sure he was thinking the same thing. Now I get it. Now I get it because I was putting out really horrible vibes. He was putting out really horrible vibes to the universe, not to me. And we were just both... Repelling each other. Ugh, 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 ugh. And then we both went through it, and now he's, he's more than family. Yeah. It's incredible. The, wor- the world is... Incredible. Incredible. Yeah. It really yeah. is. We, 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 uh, sometimes we get lost and we... we, we f-ing, like, I see Facebook posts and people complaining about the dumbest sh** in life. Like, <laughs> put, it in, in, put it in perspective. Like, the world is great. It's beautiful. Yeah. Uh, I know there's sh- happening out there. But it always did. This is the thing. Now it's because it's social media and there yeah. are just... Yes, help. Yes, do what you can. But focus on yourself. Yeah. Above all, focus on yourself because if you if you make yourself happy, everybody around you will be happy. Poor or not, if you if I pass by a guy in a gas station right now and I smile at him, I just made his day. Yeah. Forget me giving him money. To me, that is now what it's about. Yeah. That like spreading love. It just well, be that guy. Just yeah. acknowledge people and just be that guy. It's tattooed on me. I've had, I have ta- I have a tattoo that you have. I have to let my own light shine to unconsciously encourage other people to do the same. I should. I don't have to consciously yeah, yeah. encourage anybody. No. If I, if my own light shines because I've taken care of myself, that I respect myself, I am healthy, and that will just like when you play music and you're good, that that's it. Yeah. The the onus is not. It's the burden is not heavy. Yeah. It's actually light. I feel like Rima is my smart conscious. Like I'll say something that sounds so stupid. <laughs> and she you know, I want to bust my and I want to make you smile. <laughs> and she's like. So just let the light shine. Yeah, yeah, and the light yeah, yeah, shine. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah, oh, whatever she <laughs> said. What I, I, yes, yes, yeah, this yeah. one. <laughs> this one. <laughs> That's all we'll keep. That's all we'll keep from this world. Fam, thank you. Thanks, You're man. welcome. We love you, man. Thank you. We love you too. Yeah. Keep up with the cash show. UGP from the sons of the Bible, done in every to the world, we cry. Yeah. Holy eyes. Rasta Farai. Yes, I. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, only you. Only you. never gonna pay this one for them. Yeah. Only you can make them feel just like a king. Dubs you play for them so real. Yes, you run things. Girl, just like magnetic your music. Pulling me in If it's a better life I for you You'll have to win To prove to you, son boy We run things That I never love again Check What am I longing for? That I never to play some more What am I longing for? Play some more To kill some more What am I longing for? No sound boys call a gobor What am I longing for, yeah? Then you never to hit dance floor what Hey yo, what I up the cat fam? Welcome to your tribe Hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode Please rate and review the show Let us know how you guys feel Be it on iTunes podcast, be it on SoundCloud, Stitcher, or any of your favorite podcasters, hit us up with those five stars and comment. Let us know how you guys feel, what it is you like, what you didn't like. If you have anything you wanted to add to the conversation, 
Drop us those notes. Let us know what's up. And if you really enjoyed the show, be sure to share it with your friends. Let's keep the word going. You can always holler at us, be it on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, SoundCloud, anywhere it might be, at The Can Show. Please drop us a line. And you know what? You can even get at me personally, whether on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, SoundCloud, you name it. It is at OT Official. For more information and access to some really cool and exclusive content, get at us on our website. It's www.dukkanshow.com. Guess what? You can subscribe to our newsletter where we'll be dropping and sending you guys some really cool, exclusive content. See you all next week. Peace. Time you are running, yeah she am on it. Long before me am money, she met me that days them sunny. No she alone, I'm a crying over shame. I'm crying over shame. We can be no love, oh God. I'm crying over shame. I'm crying over shame. We be lonely, please don't leave me. No, I'm here. We know you have me as a rap, baby. Show less the lean Baby, are your mission and cheat, but I'm still enough to leave, man. Yeah, but something so sorry, lady. Me wish I could have told me, baby. Me never meant to make you sad, lady. You are driving me crazy. Boy. Yes, I'm crying over shame. I'm crying over shame. We could have been this. Feel me, even though we're on a different side. Do you know this? What is happening? Can you realize in front of your eyes? This is love I am offering. Baby, I don't come with disguise. Let me do it when I do it. Cause I know you want me to do it. And I can satisfy. Baby, one more life We're gonna do this straight up We ain't gonna oh fight God. Just one more, just one more Let me try this time to tell you How much you mean to me No one else ever made me feel the way you do When you hold me in your arms Ooh, 
Sign the deal with me See my life is like a struggle I fear death no more The day they kill my cousin That seems even more harder Woke up one morning Lost my father I hope my mom understand I work so hard To be a better man Now I got this game in my hand I shoot my shot straight Like Joel and Lebron Like me Like me I know you want to be like me Kids wanna be like me, like me, like me. Them come with a chance, now me and more. I still a sing for the poor. Toss on me and more. My life still a soul. Be a
bad days Nothing at all now got my way We feel like give up, give up Show in the towel and give up When work doesn't stress me I'm a girl now caress me You may have a few spots So when we rally back And all of my problems them left me Someone big up the corner shop Big up my lean Big up my block Big up anywhere you can chill All a vibe and build Release your stress and relax yeah. I'm a big up the barber shop Big up the ball feel When the ball is at yeah. Just before me go home I just have to stop Release my mind Can you never play Yes, I see them fly like a bird now. I see them fly with God. 